but tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow is a new day. I have grace for what today looked like. And tomorrow I stand back up and I try again. I recommit to myself. That's how we teach ourselves that we can keep our promises to ourselves. Hi, friend. Welcome to Gather and Growth, a show created for passionate, growth-focused, rural women like you. From mindset work and building strong habits to exploring the unique joys and challenges of living rural, this is a show to leave you feeling joyful, inspired, and a little less alone. Together, we're on a journey of reaching for the most confident, healthy, and authentic version of ourselves, and I'm forever grateful to have you by my side. Whether you're currently running on a back road, shuffling kids to town, hopping along for a tractor ride, or three loads deep into folding laundry, grab yourself a nice coffee and let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Gather in Growth. It is Sunday evening in my corner of the world. I don't think I've ever recorded a podcast on a Sunday evening, but today is Mother's Day and we have just had the best weekend. One thing, as I've been starting to feel better, I am 16 and a half or so weeks pregnant and my first trimester was a disaster. But as I've been feeling better, I have just really wanted to start being more intentional with my time and my energy and my body. And this weekend has just been full of outside time and working on basement renovations and rest. And gosh, I'm just so happy because the world is green. (laughs) Like I am definitely one of those people that when it gets warm and sunny and the grass grows and the crops are growing and the trees are green... I am an entirely different person. Maybe not an entirely different person, but I'm definitely a happier person. Anyway, so it's Sunday afternoon, and I have been meaning to record this podcast for days, but it's just been a week. You know how it goes. And Andrew just left to take the kids to the farm to do some, I don't know, random odds and ends that he needed the tools there. If you know, you know. I really don't even know what they're doing, but they're doing something, which means that I likely have... 30 or so uninterrupted minutes. I originally thought that maybe at some point this weekend, I could like get the kids entertained elsewhere while I sat and recorded. We all know how that goes. It's like the second you get on the phone or hop on a call or do absolutely anything, obviously your kids need you instantly the whole time. It doesn't matter if they have been like fully entertaining themselves for a solid hour up until that point, the second you are doing something you really need and or want to do, then suddenly they need your attention, obviously. So here we are. Like I said, it is Mother's Day. I am going to start the Habit Challenge You Do You 82 tomorrow. And if you've been hanging out with me online for the past couple of years, you know what this challenge is about. But I'm going to first of all give you a refresher and Let's say your friend just sent you this episode, and this is the first time you've ever heard about this. First of all, hi, welcome. So glad you're here. I want to give you some context as to what I'm going to be talking about. So You Do You 82 is a totally free habit challenge that I created back in January of 2021. It is based on the premise that anyone can do this in whatever stage of life that you are in, but things are always so much better when we do them together and when we have intentionality behind them. 
absolutely anyone can start this at any time. So whether it's today, tomorrow, next week, next month, you can literally do you do you 82 at any point. I personally like doing things with friends. So I am currently doing this challenge. If you're listening in real time, I'm starting tomorrow, which will be Monday, May 15th, which will take me until Saturday, August 5th. So this is really going to be a summer of intentionality for me around these habits. And basically, you get to choose the habits that you do for this challenge. That's what makes it unique compared to other habit challenges that exist. The idea of a habit challenge is nothing new. There are other things like last 90 days, 75 hard, 75 soft, like all sorts of different stuff. But when I created this challenge, I wanted something for everyone in my community to be able to participate in, whether they were like a CEO of a company or a stay-at-home mom or a farm wife or, you know, living in the city. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever your life is like, you can participate in this in the way that makes sense for you. I mean, it's kind of one of those things like the rules are, there are no rules, but here are the general guidelines to help you get set up for success. So first of all, when you choose your six habits, now it could be things that you want to build or break. So for example, like building would be a new habit, might be adding in a workout every day. Breaking a habit might be abstaining from drinking soda, for example. And the really the, the qualifying factor is it needs to be something that maybe is a bit of a challenge, pushes you outside your comfort zone, but is something that is actually attainable that you can do every single day. A lot of times we jump into something like this. Oh my gosh, especially like around the new year, we're like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and my whole life is going to be different. And then that's great until life happens and the habits that we've selected are just completely unreasonable. They don't meet us where we're at. And that is ultimately setting ourselves up for not a good time, not success. So I really invite you when choosing your habits that you look at what can you realistically do in this season? And I think sometimes when we evaluate that and we write them down, we're like, oh my gosh, these are like so stupid easy that I almost feel embarrassed to write them down. But that's okay because you can always, first of all, you can always change them at any point in time, but starting simple and easy and attainable is how you stack the wins. When we are looking to change our lifestyle or build confidence or keep promises to ourselves, we have to start with what is reasonable and makes sense in the season. So yeah, it might seem easier than what you, I'm going to put this in quotes, what you feel like you should be doing. But if those things are not something you're routinely doing or they're something you want to incorporate or break and that's where you're at right now, that's okay. I think one of the most unrealistic, harmful things we can do is compare where we are at today to not only other people, we know that for sure, but to other seasons in our life. And the best example of this for me right now is like this time last year and the year before, I was half marathon training and I was very consistent. I was very intentional, but my reality has looked extremely different not only in the past four months of pregnancy, but even before that, I was really going through the thick of like an emotional healing journey. 
And I did not have the same physical, mental, or emotional capacity to stay consistent with some habits that I had really built for years because I was just doing so much internal work that I needed to meet myself where I was at at this season. So again, your habits are going to be challenging yet actually attainable. They're going to be specific and actionable. And what I mean by that is you need to know exactly what the habit is, what it means. So at the end of the day, you know whether you did it or not. A lot of times when we're wanting to build new routines, someone will say something like, I want to eat healthier, or I want to drink more water, or I want to spend less time on my phone. And while those are all incredible intentions, they are not clearly defined whatsoever. When you get to the end of the day, or when it's the morning after and you're looking back at the previous day, if there is any kind of gray area as to whether you did it or not, that is not what we're looking for. Because it's like, well, what is healthier? What is more water? What is less time on social media? So it needs to be something specific. Like for those examples, maybe it is following a certain macro plan, if that's what you want to do. That is not something I ever care to do. (laughs) If it's water, maybe it's a certain amount of ounces or a certain amount of your tumbler. And if it's something related to social media, maybe you're only using social media for a certain defined time or not using your phone between this time and this time. Whatever that looks like, you have to give yourself very specific, actionable habits in order to set yourself up for success. And again, I really invite you to take a hard look at what you need in this season, not what I'm doing, not what she's doing, not what you were doing before, not what your friend's doing, not what you feel like you should be doing. Like, what do you actually want to bring into your life? Now, if you're wanting to jump into this habit challenge with me, You can go to udu82.com. You can also click the link in the show notes, and I will automatically send you all of the resources you need, one of which being the Journey Through UDU82 workbook. And in that workbook, there is a whole page of examples to get you started. If you're like, I literally don't even know where to begin, great, we got you covered. But again, this is your challenge, your life. That is literally why it's called You Do You. So, with that being said, Here are the six habits that I am bringing into this summer for UDU82. Maybe some of them inspire you and you want to try them as well. But by no means is this me imposing that these should be your six habits also. I just kind of wanted to walk you through the thought process of what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and what my intentions are with it, just for fun. And if it inspires you to start your own habit or health or intentionality journey this summer. Fantastic. Um, Like I said, at the very beginning of this episode, one of my biggest intentions right now is to just be really present and really enjoy these next couple of months. I've said this in previous episodes, but last summer I had so many projects going on with work, launching the podcast, putting together my website, rebranding UDU82, running masterminds, doing coaching, planning my first retreat, that I got to the end of the summer and I was like, what even happened? (laughs) Like, I don't feel like I really got to step back and enjoy this time with my kids or even with myself. So this summer, especially with new baby coming in October, I want to do things that make me feel good, 
that make me feel the way I want to feel, that make me feel like, yes, I was still making traction on my goals. I was taking care of my body and I was spending time doing the things that I really want to do. So my first habit for this round of UDU82 is to walk outside for at least 30 minutes, likely more than that, but it's safe to put a realistic minimum. I have been doing this for like a week and a day or so now um, at the time of this recording. And go figure, it has drastically improved my mental health and the way that I physically feel. Now, I have compassion for the fact that I have not been able to do this over the last four months. Like, (laughs) first trimester wrecked me. I am laughing at myself because at about five or six weeks pregnant, I was like, I'm still going to train for a half marathon. Won't that be so cool to say that I didn't let pregnancy stop me and I still train for a half? LOL. I was asleep. It was the best I could do to show up for the bare minimum in my life, (laughs) much less do any kind of moving. So walking outside, first of all, getting some outside time. Second of all, getting some movement that I know feels good. Third of all, mostly for my mental health. I always feel so much better after a walk. A lot of times on my walks, I'm also like catching up with friends on Marco Polo or listening to a podcast and listening to music, all things that make me feel really good. And I know that this is something I really enjoy doing with my kids. So having this intention means, yes, obviously, if I can do this by myself during the day, that would be wonderful. But even like At the end of the day or after dinner, being able to go out with my kids while they can ride their bike and I walk. So excited. Second thing, because I want to really prepare for a healthy pregnancy, labor and delivery, is I want to get back into doing a Peloton workout. Now, I don't have a bike or a tread or anything fancy. I just use the app. But there are so many things on there. I'm not putting any qualification as to amount of time or what kind of workout this has to be. Maybe it will be a 20-minute strength training workout. Maybe it'll be a 10-minute stretching. Maybe it will be, you know, 15 minutes of X, Y, and Z. There's like meditations and stretching and prenatal core and all this stuff. So we just got our gym reset up downstairs after the great basement flood of, what year was that even? 21? 20? I don't even know. Finally, we're finally putting the pieces back together. And so I want to get in the habit of using that space, using this resource that I really love to do something that feels good for my body. Like I said, maybe it's stretching, maybe it's strength training work, but I want to get back in that routine of intentionally taking care of my body in some way. Friend, I am so giddy excited to announce that my next Ascend Retreat for Rural Women will be held this March 14th through 17th on the beach in Gulf Shores, Alabama. You heard that right. Not only are we in for a weekend of profound life change surrounded by like-minded women from small towns, rural communities, and farms from all over the country and beyond, but we get to engage in small group conversations, one-on-one coaching, incredible workshops while overlooking white sand beaches and listening to crashing waves. Just imagine waking up in the morning and sipping coffee on the beach while engaging in meaningful conversations with women who truly get you. 
what would it be like to be in a room where you don't need to feel self-conscious about your personality or your quirks because you are wildly accepted for exactly who you are today? Just think about the energy that will be in this space as you dig deep, ask the hard questions, and figure out what you really want in this season of life, career, or business. If you're in a place where you feel like you've checked all of the boxes in life, but honestly feel like something is missing, or maybe you've kind of lost yourself through motherhood, career, or transitioning back to the farm, And you can't really imagine what comes next, but know that there's something that's meant for you. Or honestly, if you just need a kick in the pants jumpstart to begin the trajectory of bringing your crazy dreams to life, this is the retreat for you. Space is limited to 15 attendees and spots will fill fast. There are flexible payment options available to fit your lifestyle and budget for over the next year. For more information or to reserve your spot, tap the link in today's show notes. I absolutely cannot wait to welcome you into the Ascend community and welcome you into an experience that I know for certain will change your life. See you in Gulf Shores. Next one, for literally years, like since September, October, November-ish of 2019, I have been a person who faithfully drinks a gallon of water. Now, especially during pregnancy and the postpartum period, like you need to make sure you're drinking enough water. And over the past couple of months, basically everything made me nauseous or throw up. So I have definitely over the past couple of weeks upped my water intake, but I would like to get back to the point that I'm drinking a gallon. Now, a gallon might be way too much for you. It probably is for a lot of people, but I know that I feel really good when I drink that much water. For years and years and years, I used this big gallon, like plastic water bottle that I got on Amazon. Loved it. It was like an extension of my body. And then I forgot it at my friend Kylie's house after the last Ascend retreat. And then the next time I saw her, she brought me um, a coral Stanley because coral is my favorite color. And so I have been one of, become one of those girls. I did not intend to become a Stanley girl because I, again, have an emotional attachment to my gallon jug. <laughs> but I love the color coral and I love this cup. So a gallon is like three Stanleys. So basically, I just need to figure out a tracking system for knowing how much water I've drinking. So gallon of water. The next one is business related. That's the cool thing about this challenge is you can really take it any direction. There are some people who do really health-focused goals. There are some people who do things related to their relationships or organization or their business or cleaning habits or financial habits. That is why I love you do U82 because you can really use this tool to serve yourself in whatever you need. Like I have had women do this challenge 100% habits for their business or 100% things for their family or their faith or their household or 100% physical, mental, emotional health related. Like you can take it so many directions. You can do a little bit of everything, but this one is business focused. And the habit I would like to get back into is posting on Instagram. And maybe that sounds silly, but again, over the past several months, I have had to do close to the bare minimum just because that's where my energy was at. And consistently posting on Instagram or in Facebook groups or whatever has just 
could not be the priority. And that's fine. Like meeting myself where I'm at, there is a season for everything. But I want to be actively sharing about things like UDU82, things like this podcast, things that women who are in my masterminds or who are coming to my retreats, that all the incredible things that they're doing. I have so many stories and content that I want to share. It just hasn't been a priority over the last couple of months. And again, that's okay. That's meeting myself where I'm at, but I would like to get in, in a consistent rhythm of that. And one thing I have never done on Instagram is use the scheduling feature, which is actually fairly new to do in the app. So as part of this, I'm also challenging myself, like what would it look like once a week or every couple of weeks, maybe once a month to sit down and think about the things I want to say in advance, especially since I know what podcast episodes are coming. I know what launches are coming up to actually sit down and be intentional about putting some useful things together for you and then having them schedule out. So it's not something I'm necessarily having to think about on a Saturday morning. Not to say I won't be inspired or be creative in the moment because that's often what happens. I see something or I hear something or even story about something and I'm like, oh, that would be a really good post. But I just want to get to the point that I feel good about the way that I'm serving you online, giving you resources that you feel like are helpful, that you can share with the people that you love to really support all of these other great things I'm doing in my business. My next habit is kind of the opposite of that. As much as I want to be really intentional with posting on social media, I have very much fallen into the trap of scrolling like crazy when you are so nauseous that you can't think straight. (laughs) I feel like some days all I could do was like scroll social media. And that is great for a minute, but does not make me feel good at the end of the day. I also have very much come to understand how much scrolling trick or I guess is triggered by triggers. I'm not really sure which comes first. Like my ADHD, how it's like a dopamine thing, how it's like an analysis paralysis thing. It's like a getting sucked into that instead of like doing anything else that I have intentions of doing because it just is captivating and like gives my brain little happy dopamine. It's like a slot machine. And so I know the only way, because again, I can't just be like, I want to scroll less. I am going to commit to not scrolling at all, which sounds daunting. And that alone makes me feel like I need to break up with it. When I'm getting on social media, I am either actively posting, responding to comments, responding to messages getting on my sto- my stories, not scrolling through stories, or being active in my Facebook groups. I have a Facebook group for UDU82. I have a Facebook group for my Mastermind Retreat Coaching Community, and I have a Facebook group for this podcast, Gather and Growth Podcast Insiders. I'm not sure if it's public or not, but if you want in that group, shoot me a message on Instagram and I'll send you the link. Shoot me an email, whatever works for you. And I would really love to be fostering community in those instead of just mindlessly scrolling. So that is the one that feels the hardest. But I also think, well, if I wasn't scrolling, I would be doing these other things that I've set intentions for. 
I could be going on a walk. I could be catching up with friends. I could be recording a podcast. I could be creating content. I could be reading a book or taking a nap or even watching a show or picking up around the house, whatever it is. This is for sure going to be the biggest challenge. So we shall see. And then my last one is my gratitude journal. Again, for years, like I have podcast episodes where I talk about my gratitude and goals journal. For years, I did this and it is so good. When you train your brain to look for pieces of gratitude to record in a journal, you automatically start seeing more good. More and more blessings come into your life because you're actively looking for them and actively recognizing them. It's like when you get a Honda Odyssey and then you look around and all of a sudden everyone has a Honda Odyssey. No more people have Honda Odysseys than they did yesterday. Your brain has just been trained to look for it now. Same thing with gratitude. And the trick with a gratitude journal is it's like small things that happen that day that are super specific that you are grateful for. It's not big things like my health or my family or my house. Like, obviously, I'm grateful for all those things. But like going on a walk and watching the sunset go down, something funny my kids said, or the way I felt after a podcast interview, you know, it's like those really beautiful moments that actually make life awesome. A couple of weeks ago, I was at a conference and one of the speakers was talking about just the importance of living in the small moments. She was talking about how there are only so many big moments in our life. Graduation, getting married, the birth of your children, launching the podcast. I don't know, like having this big career milestone. There are only so many of those in our lifetime, like those really significant celebratory, life-altering things. But when we are constantly living for the next one of those, then our days just become a blur of like not enough or wishing them away. And so she was talking about just having the intentionality to really celebrate the small moments and to structure your day in your life that you are enjoying every day, every step of the way. And now I know a gratitude journal was a huge part of that for me. Now, likely with the gratitude, I will also do my goals. I write like my top 10 intentions or goals or affirmations every day in the the journal that I used to do. But since I am reestablishing this habit, I wanted to keep it really simple and really attainable. And so I'm just committing to the gratitude part of it because that's easy. Five pieces of gratitude. A lot of times I end up doing like 10, but at least five. And then if I do more than that, then that's like icing on the cake. If I do the goals, that's incredible. Those are the six intentions, habits that I am bringing into this summer because this summer I want to really take care of my physical, mental, and emotional health. I want to be fully present with my family. I want to enjoy the small moments. I want to go swimming and I want to take naps and I want to lay in the sunshine and I want to soak up so much of the time that I have outside while it's green. So yeah, UDU82 will take me until Saturday, August 5th as I'm starting tomorrow. But if you're listening to this real time, you can start any day. You do not have to wait until a Monday. You can start on a Wednesday or a Friday or a Saturday. Doesn't matter. Anytime. Again, totally free. And if you're like, wow, 82 days feels like a really long time to commit. 
I feel ya. I feel ya. When I was in the thick of my healing journey, 82 days honestly felt overwhelmingly impossible. And maybe that sounds crazy, but it was like all I could do to function in the day, much less think of something three months in advance. So I actually created a scaled back, not scaled back. It's really the same challenge. It's just shorter. UDU 32, I'm calling it UDU82's little sister. Exact same intentions. You choose six habits to intentionally build or break for 32 days. And all of this is through the lens of progress over perfection. There are plenty of challenges that require you to be like, do this every single day perfectly or else you suck, you fail. No, 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 no. That is not, that's not realistic. And even when you do it, when people do this, oftentimes they do not know how to function without the challenge or without doing those habits perfectly. So oftentimes they just immediately, they have like an off day or whatever, and then immediately revert back to how they were before the challenge. So the intention behind UDU82, UDU32 is that progress over perfection. That's how we build habits that sustainably last for years. That's how we build a lifestyle change. It's what do you do after you get sick or your kids get sick or planting is ca- or something? And we've all done stuff like that. We've started something and then one week just goes to hell in a handbasket. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, here's one more piece of evidence that shows that I cannot do this. You rip up the paper, throw it in the trash can, move on with your life. Mm-mm. You do you 82 invites you to stand back up, try again recommit, like I said, try again. And at the end of the 82 days, let's say even if you were 50% or even less than that on your habits, we're not looking at it going, oh man, I only went on a walk 41 times. Gosh, I really am a pile of you know what. Uh Uh-uh, uh-uh. Because you know what? Had you not set that intention, you might have gone on a walk three times. And you did it 41 whole times. That's incredible. That is incredible. So we celebrate the progress. We celebrate the boxes we check in. We celebrate every ounce of every day. And even on the days where you don't fill something in, you say, but tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow is a new day. I have grace for what today looked like. And tomorrow I stand back up and I try again. I recommit to myself. That's how we teach ourselves that we can keep our promises to ourselves. I went through a period of time, I want to say about a year and a half ago, where I wondered what place this habit challenge had in everything else I was doing. This is when I was starting masterminds and doing coaching and starting to speak. And I was like, what place does this habit thing that I started fit into all of this? And here's what I've learned. When we do something like you do U82, It teaches us, first of all, to put ourselves first, that our physical, mental, and emotional health matter. And it teaches us to commit to ourselves, keep our promises, which builds confidence. And when we build confidence in building a habit like going on a walk or drinking water or keeping an area of the kitchen clean or having intentional time with our spouse, and we do that, it starts to feel good. And the more we feel good about the promises we keep to ourselves, the more we feel good about ourselves and the more belief we have in ourselves to do the next thing, to do the next thing, to do the next thing. 
to go after the promotion, to start the business, to make different parenting decisions, to start sharing on social media, because we have all of this evidence to support that we can do hard things and we can commit to ourselves even when it doesn't feel convenient, even when we don't have it figured out, even when we're taking messy, imperfect action. We know that we can do the things that we say we want to do through the lens of progress and letting go of that unrealistic standard of perfection. That is a byproduct of UDU82 that I never saw coming when this challenge started. Like that progress over perfection was just a mentality that really helped me transform my life from a health perspective. But what I have seen over the past two and a half years of doing this is how many women have completely completely reevaluated their relationship with perfectionism because of this challenge. And they didn't even necessarily realize how much attachment they had to doing things perfectly or not doing them all at work, in their business, on social media, with parenting, with their spouse. And you do U82 has taught them that every ounce of progress is still progress. Every little stair step still helps you climb the mountain. You don't have to do it perfectly to do it at all. You just got to keep showing up. You got to recommit even when life gets hard. That's how you build the habits and the lifestyle that completely changes your life. There's someone that says, mm, there, this is in a book somewhere, but it's like the quality of the life is the quality of your habits, first of all, and also show me your habits and I'll show you your future. Okay, you don't magically snap your fingers and become a new person. Become the type of person that does X, Y, and Z. You slowly build that over time. And the people in this community that I've seen who have done UDU82 multiple times and have tweaked and reiterated and grown every step of the way, it is incredible the things that they are doing today compared to what they thought was possible when they started. So, I am incredibly excited to jump into this tomorrow. I invite you to join me whenever you want to, whenever you can. I invite you to invite the people in your circle to do it with you. I have seen husbands and wives do this together. I've seen workplace teams do this together. I've seen moms do this with their kids, friend groups, all of the above. And if you don't feel like you have people in your circle who would want to jump into something like this with you, that's where we come in. The UDU82 Facebook group, sharing on social media. Let us be your cheerleaders because there are people who truly believe in you and your ability to build and break any habit to build the life of your dreams. Can't wait to do this this summer with you. Sure hope you'll join me. Sure hope you'll pass this on to a friend. And until next time, I am so, so, so forever grateful for you. Have I told you today how much I appreciate you? I'd like to imagine this was a meaningful backyard patio kind of chat between friends sipping LaCroix at sunset. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a screenshot to share or forward this episode to a friend. You can also find me at Emily Rushel over on social to continue the conversation. It's truly a joy to hear what tidbits and takeaways made an impact on your day. As always, all links and resources mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes listed below or over at emilyrushell.com. 
Special thanks to my podcast manager, Jill Carr, for the time and love she puts into producing gathering growth for this community. What a blessing it is to be on this personal growth journey together. Forever grateful for you.